Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. There are between 186 and 192 countries in the world in 2019, depending on who you ask. In this case, we will be asking the United Nations, as they seem to be pretty reputable and have a good handle on this whole country business. So, let's get cracking on the largest 50 economies in the world today. By far, the biggest economy in the world is the United States of America, with an annual GDP of 21.3 trillion US dollars. It also holds the title of the single most wealthy and powerful state in human history. Its sports industry alone is larger than the GDP of more than half of the countries on Earth, clocking in at a $75 billion annual figure, which puts it ahead of the GDP figures of countries like Lebanon, Uruguay, and Luxembourg. Hot on the heels of the USA is China, a country that has been the miracle of the 21st century. Its rapid industrialization has been responsible for pulling over a billion people out of global poverty. The country's building to accommodate this growth has been so extreme that it has used more concrete in the last three years than the United States did throughout the entire 20th century. Japan is the third largest economy in the world, despite not really doing anything for the past 30 years. The country has gotten really old and really bad at competing with its new Asian rivals. But you can hear more about that in the link in the video description. Germany, the economic powerhouse of the European Union. They make great cars, great highways, but most importantly, they are the world leader in zoos. More zoos than the rest of Europe combined. The United Kingdom. Yeesh. Let's get back to this one in four months' time. France's biggest industries in order consist of services, tourism, writing, and manufacturing. India, another country whose economic growth has seen millions of people lifted from absolute poverty. It is the definition of a transitioning economy, with over half of its population still working in agriculture. But even with its massive growth and immense population, its economy is still smaller than the state of California. Brazil is a state blessed by natural resources and cursed by corruption. Brazil has had a rough time, been pushed around by literally every major power in the world, from Spain to Portugal to the United States. Everybody has had a say in what Brazil does. But it kind of got back at us by burning down its own backyard. Italy, still a very large manufacturing company that boasts the second most pizza shops per capita in the world. Canada, America on easy mode. Enjoy economic prosperity while avoiding economic boss fights like crippling student loan debt and a privatized healthcare system. South Korea, another high growth economy, although this time the boom seems to be fueled by small cars, mobile phones, and professional gamers. Russia is an economy that is surprisingly small compared to how much attention it gets. It's primarily reliant on the extraction of natural resources and foreign intelligence data. Australia. This country is home to the richest population of people in the world. We have explored this one more in depth on the channel before, and the link is in the video description. 
Spain, tourism, manufacturing, and the beta test for Mexico. Mexico, basically Spain 2.0, with a GDP figure of $1.2 trillion, it is the 15th largest economy in the world. But by some estimates, if you were to include illicit transaction in the figure, its economy would be more in line with South Korea as the 11th largest economy in the world. Indonesia, a rapidly growing economy that has used its natural resources as a solid foundation to build an increasingly diverse economy. Turkey, the first country on our list to fall below the annual GDP figure of a trillion dollars. The Netherlands, pretty much an economy run by overachieving nerds that kind of insist on doing everything right. Saudi Arabia, home to the world's tallest building and the world's most profitable company. Saudi Aramco generated profits greater than Apple, Amazon, and Google combined in 2018. Switzerland, chocolates, watches, and questionable banking policies. Argentina, the world's leader in presidential turnover and export of footballers. Sweden is the most generous country in the world with over 1% of its GDP being made up of donations. And also, it is the largest holder of North Korean sovereign debt. So make of that what you will. Poland, Europe's biggest video game producer. Belgium, home to the largest chocolate market in the world and all around Germany light. In fact, this is not Belgium's flag. It's actually just Germany's flag turned sideways. This is Belgium's flag. Iran, oil and instability. Thailand, the only Southeast Asian country to never be colonized by Europeans and the country that inspired Red Bull. Don't think that they avoided European pillaging entirely though, because Austria was actually the birthplace of Red Bull after the energy drink's popularity was seen in Thailand. It is today the best-selling energy drink in the world. Norway, Mr. Goody Two-Shoes with the fat bank account. Link is in the description for a video detailing what Norway has been doing with itself. The United Arab Emirates, an oil-rich economy that has the lowest rate of citizens to total population in the world with expat workers making up more than 80% of the total population of the country. Nigeria, scams and surprisingly good internet. Israel, despite its tenuous past and less than accommodating neighbors, Israel still powers along, fueled by tourism and weapons manufacturing. South Africa is the single most unequal country on earth. South Africa has been marred by social injustices throughout its history, but that did not stop with the apartheid. Over 4 million people still live on less than a dollar a day in South Africa, while an increasingly secluded, mostly white upper class hoard more and more of the country's wealth. Ireland, the intellectual property capital of the world, and coincidentally the world's largest private bank account. Hmm. Denmark, Lego. Singapore, home of expensive cars, the largest airline to population ratio in the world, and high finance services. Malaysia, home of mid-range finance services. The Philippines, the world's home of low-range financial services. If you have ever filled out an extensive bureaucratic piece of financial paperwork, there is an incredibly good chance it was checked and processed in Manila, the capital city of the Philippines. Colombia, an economy mostly reliant on the export of oil, raw materials, and co coffee. Pakistan, the home of the biggest black market in the world. By some estimates, over 40% of business done in Pakistan is undocumented. Chile, home of the world's largest swimming pool and coincidentally, the world's driest desert. Venezuela, yeah, 
This right here is what you do not do when you discover oil in your country. Bangladesh, the most densely populated non-micro nation on Earth that is thankfully also home to the most fertile farmland on Earth. Vietnam, the world's leader in cashew nut exports and the world's second largest coffee producer, only just losing out to Brazil, a country over 25 times its size. The Czech Republic, Amongst all of the underperforming economies in Europe, the Czech Republic is bucking the trend and growing at unprecedented rates, despite the uncertainty in the region. Romania, following in the footsteps of the Czech Republic, Romania is actually the fastest growing economy in all of Europe, with year-on-year -year growth consistently over 6%, the real MVP of the European Union. Peru, tourism, llamas, and tourists looking at llamas. Greece, the most not MVP of the European Union. New Zealand is a great case study of how mean and median averages are often not the greatest indication of sensible averages. The average New Zealander owns seven sheep, according to mean data, but the average New Zealander owns zero sheep, according to median data, all of which is obviously very silly. But yeah, the takeaway is that New Zealand still has a lot of sheep and you should learn how to lie with statistics. Egypt, solid architecture, less solid political structure. Hi guys, and thanks for watching this much less serious than usual video on the channel. If you have any questions, I do my very best to reply to all comments in the video description. If you did enjoy the video, please consider liking and subscribing. Thank you. As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts.